Hey, Tower Lights. Welcome to a much-needed Pursuit of Plastic. Uh, this is Chris. I'm Casey. Uh, the Pursuit of Plastic was a uh, podcast that we had going for a while. Uh, it's it's generally our toy and collectible-centric uh, podcast, and we're looking to you know looking forward to bringing it back this year and into the future uh, as we have many topics to talk about when it comes to the realm of collectibles. Uh, so a lot of the episodes have been company oriented. Uh, and this time around, we're going to be talking about Mezco, uh, specifically the 112 collective line, which we've fallen uh, madly in love with uh, in the last year or so. Uh, so we're going to get right into it. Uh, we're going to start talking about a little bit of the history of Mezco, and uh, I'm going to let Casey talk about that a little bit. I'm not, I wasn't really into Mezco as a, as a collector for a while. They were very, uh, uh, they have niche, niche uh, collectors, you know, it's a lot of horror stuff. Uh, so why don't you talk a little bit about that and then we'll get right into the, uh, the, this episode. Yeah. So Mezco started off, um, around 2000 and um, at the time it was Aztec toys and Aztec toys only really made um, this line called silent screamers. So whether where McFarlane had um, the movie maniacs and that was very successful. What happened is with Aztec is they released a toy line to kind of compete with that um, more based off of like uh the classic uh, black and white horror monsters. So whereas McFarlane was doing the slashers, Chucky, Michael Myers, Freddy, Jason, all those guys, um, these, these guys did uh, the, a golem, a stone golem. Um, I can't remember what that's from. I, you know, something. Dr. Caligari, uh, we know that. Metropolis, Dr. Jekyll, Frankenstein, um, some of these properties that are more... Um, like non-royalty properties, like anyone could do a Frankenstein, anyone could do a werewolf, uh, anyone could do Dracula because they're not owned by anybody. So anyone can do these characters. And the line I remember when it came out, I, I was like, really big peg warmers. I don't know if you remember the Dr. Caligari figure or not. I mean, this little short fat guy with long scraggly hair and he just, it just didn't look that good when you compared it up to, to McFarlane. Did you have any of these? I, I don't remember having any of these. I did not because, again, it was like it was these movies from like the 30s. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? The black and white cinema. And um, at that time, I really was like, Ugh. you know, and, the, and because there's universal monsters and that's what we're used to seeing, like that Frankenstein, that Wolfman. Um, these guys just did generic versions. Sometimes mm -hmm. that's good in the case of like DST doing a Van Helsing character, which is like badass. And sometimes it's just like, well, this is just an artist interpretation and I don't really like it and I don't need to buy it. So um, that was one of their big things. And then they, they changed over to Mezco. Um, I think Aztec was like one year they changed over to Mezco, uh, Mezco. And then what made them get their big start was the living dead doll series. That was their bread and butter. Um, these little, I'm, I'm afraid of toys, or sorry, I'm afraid of dolls specifically, not toys. We have a whole podcast on it. Afraid of dolls and the Living Dead doll series were just like these creepy demonic dolls. And now, 
now they kind of branched out. You can get, it's almost like the Build-A-Bear series in a way where like you can get boy dolls, girl dolls, you know, Harley, Sam from uh, Trick or Treat. You can get Ash from Evil Dead. You can get all sorts of different types of characters and it's a little bit more broad now. But at that time it was just creepy dem- demonic dolls. And that was what I had known Mezco for, for a, a very long time. Yeah. The the one thing I remember Mesco was like the Mezits, those little mm-hmm. those little figures, uh, which I guess you know they compete along the lines of like mini mates. Uh, that that scale of figure, uh, they they were neat. Some they had bigger ones too, I I believe. Um, kind of going to the realm of like uh, versus like the pop figures or uh, what was that one that Hasbro was doing with the Mar- the Mighty Mugs, right? Remember oh that? Oh my god, those so are my favorite think- lines. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was all kind of like these neat little collectibles. Nothing really that made you step back and say, whoa, 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 this is like um, something that I'd really, lo- <clears throat> I'd really love to collect uh, when the 112 Collective, you know, rolled around and actually like tapped into our uh, our IV heroin of all the time, you know. So Yeah, I mean, Mezco's put out some random stuff here and there. Um They've got a line of uh, Mortal Kombat figures um, that does very well. Uh, they're one of the only licenses for Mortal Kombat, actually, other than Bandai that I can think of. And yeah. it's, it is a very successful series, um, obviously, of video games and, and their toys. So they do that really well. Um, you know what I'm surprised <clears throat> is that that line exists. Um, it, I think it kind of started getting popular in the last couple of years, actually. Well, the um, last two Mortal Kombat because yeah. we've seen successful. We yeah. started seeing them at Toy Fair, uh, yeah. and that's really when we started seeing the one twelve as well. Um, so I'm kind of surprised, like that, the Mortal Kombat figures aren't in this in this uh, realm of figures. You know, it'd be kind of cool to see Mortal Kombat one twelve collective. <laughs> Don't be surprised. I mean, Bob, we'll talk about that be. later, but yeah. do not be surprised. <laughs> yeah. So um, here we have Mesco. Uh, yeah. It's a very um, specific collecting company, uh, we trying to find that way onto the market where they could, you know, deliver a product that everybody wanted, put their name up there with with all the other top companies, and uh, they've they've achieved that to a certain extent. We'll talk about that in a little bit um, as they kind of work through uh, releases and availability. So. You want to get yeah. right into the 112 Collective now, or you let's do it, huh? Yeah, let's do it. I mean, we got a lot to talk about with this line. Um, yeah. Let's go through a little bit of the history, and yeah, let's let's go through it. So starting off, uh, we we ordered the original Batman figure. So um, this was kind of the the launch of their their line for the 112 uh, was adapting the Dark Knight Returns, and also uh, Judge Dredd. Uh, himself uh, a variant from the comic and also making a vehicle, which is the first vehicle that we've seen from this line. And rumor has it that there's other ones supposed to be coming along, but this is the only one we've seen so far. Uh, this so, isn't that old, right? Like I think the 112 line only started two years ago. Yeah, I would say two or three years ago. I don't even know. I think maybe three years ago is when we tried saw it. Like, yeah. This is this is a thing. This is coming out, but 
it's really not like we saw it at, at a Comic-Con or a, no toy fair. Sorry. At a toy fair. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, it's really not that old of a line. I think it's really two years old where you can actually get the figures last year and this year. Right. Yep. Um, but yeah. from this perspective, I think it was when we started to get really more into one six scale figures, uh, and we were, we're like, oh, this is we like these collecting these figures that are nicely detailed, have yeah. nice, great accessories, and and cloth. So I mean, the cloth thing, real real costumes, real real clothing, and stuff like that is a is a is a is a game changer uh, when it comes to the one twelve scale figure. Uh, so <clears throat> we've seen companies kind of dibble and dabble in it right now. Uh, Hasbro is doing it, trying to do it with their Star Wars line. Uh, you know, you'll see them kind of cross in between hard plastic and um, a little cloth here and there, but it's not like masterfully done uh, how the way that Mezco does it. Uh, so that that first initial Batman figure based on uh, Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns is 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 one of the best examples of um, what this line was going to offer moving forward. Uh, so I remember placing. We we saw the we saw the pre, the previous exclusive version go up. Uh, it was on Entertainment Earth or somewhere else online. So we ordered it, and I we you didn't tell get your story because I'll tell mine. Mine's different. Yours is different. But I you know I had ordered it and was like on the wait list. I'm not I'm not sure if I actually had an order or not. It was back ordered. It's hard to tell on that site sometimes. So. Um, which would actually lead eventually to my paranoia of the other ones we're shipping from there. And I'll get to that story in a little bit. But I mean, I, I ordered that, that brighter blue version of, of, of Batman. So uh, there's three different versions for the dark Knight returns figure. Uh, you have the, the dark blue and gray, uh, the, the black and gray. And then you have this previews exclusive, which was a little bit of brighter blue and gray, which I liked. Um, I mean, he changes costumes in that, in that, in that comic, in the, in the, uh, in the movie, you know? So, I mean, there was a need for those different costumes and it's cool. Uh, so I went straight for, you know, that exclusive version because I thought, yes, it'd be nice to have, uh, this figure that was going to be a little bit more rare. And also it's, it's my favorite color scheme. So I ordered it and, Waited and waited and waited, and eventually they just they canceled my order for it. Uh, yeah. So this was this was kind of birth. If you haven't ever experienced it, yeah. I mean, I to be honest, I've never had really that any one or two issues with that company. Um, you know what? It's a, it was a supply side uh, issue. It was yeah. the fact yeah. that I don't think Mesco. Uh, knew what the reaction would be for this kind of uh, this kind of figure because of their experience with more really collector, very small run uh, figures and dolls and whatever they were doing before. This jumping into this game, uh, the superhero collecting game is uh, is a little bit different, especially when it comes to Batman. Judge Dredd, on the other hand, there's there's definitely availability for those. Well, I think this, so our previous experience with the Dark Knight Returns um, as a, as a character, as a figure, there's a line 
by DC Collectibles, which is a, a bit more, I guess, I don't know if I want to use the word comic accurate. It's just that, you know, they're, they're not as articulate. There's a four pack that comes with uh, Batman, the Joker, Superman, and um, Carrie Kelly Robin. And I, I have uh, a couple of those figures um, and they're great. They're fine. You know, I, I actually, I actually need to get a, uh, the Joker from there and the Superman to complete the collection. But I, I actually really do like those. You've seen uh, those. Guess. You've seen those Mattel ones that just came out too, right? Yeah. So they, they well, Mattel the also put out those other ones. The, the, what are they like? DC Legacy line, and it's a black and uh, gray one that. Um, do, yeah. The DC Universe Classics, basically, that was still kind of in that, in that it was right the Batman Classics or something like that. Yeah, and it was like maybe at this point, I think like seven years ago, maybe, maybe more, maybe not even. It was not that it wasn't that long ago, but um, so like you know, I had that figure and I have the other one, and those are fine. Then this comes out. This looks like Frank Miller's drawing. I mean, it really, really does. His face is grizzled. There's cuts. There is another variant that comes in the mutant leader where he actually does have blood cuts um, on the costume, you know, the claw marks from mutant leader. And like, I mean, he, he just looks like it. You've got a gun. You've got the cape that expands. One other thing that the Japanese toy lines do so well, and yet we had never gotten in America, was the plastic stand. We had not, like, that was a Bandai thing. That was a very Dragon Ball Z, whoever makes that. I think it's Bandai again. But, like, we just gunned them. You know what I mean? Like, we didn't get those in America. And an American toy line has not had a the standee so that you can pose these characters in different ways. So seeing Batman expand his cape in all its gl- articulated glory um, was insane. Plus soft goods. You know, it's a cloth outfit. And, and um so I ordered mine from this place called Badass Collectibles. Um, I got a very good deal on it. I think they've gotten wiser with the pricing. They have jacked it up. I mean, only maybe 10 bucks, but they're smart because it really is worth that much money. But I think it was $79. I got it from there. And what happened is I didn't receive it, didn't receive it uh, for months. And other places, you know, I think Chris had gotten his already. Other places gotten theirs. And I paid I the whole price. I never finished my story because I bought mine off eBay eventually. So sorry. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember that? Yes, you did. Because <clears throat> they're uh, like, oh, your order's not coming. eBay. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. So everyone's getting their toys and I'm seeing all these people online and I'm getting pissed because I want it. And I actually ended up contacting the company and I said, hey, listen, um, I paid for this. Where is it? And they're like, oh, it's going to be delayed. And I'm like, yeah, but you got other people who are getting their toys from you. Like, finally, like after they offered me like a regular one and I said, nope, that's not the one I ordered. They did get me my previous exclusive for at least $30 off. Because by the time I got my figure, it had gone up to $100, $110, $120 on the uh, dark web. So, and it's worth it. That, That figure is so good. I mean, this is, and that's that's kind of the question, and it's an it's an always an overarching question of the rise in in the price of things once it once the supply runs out, and this is something that we'll talk about with Mesco in a little bit. Their limited release, uh, 
and also trying to capture that market when it comes to their own exclusive versus uh, the regular figure versus the exclusive they put up for previews and stuff like that. So um, that was that was the cool thing that we started to see these variants um, and each one, you know, they they did offer something different, uh, whether it's a costume, um, different accessories and stuff like that. So that's uh, that's another thing that's kind of evolving with the line. But these Batman were all the same. Uh, just different colors as we said before. Uh, there was also the the Judge Dredd and the law the law lawmaker. Sorry, um, I think it's like the law bringer cart lawmaster lawmaster bike. Yeah. And then and looking at that, that is I would love to have that set. I still um, do. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it begs to say, you made you made this you made this vehicle, and then you stated you're going to be making this. The Batman versus Superman Batmobile. Um, where is that? You know, so it's, they said that. Yeah, that was one of the things that they had, they teased. Huh. Back, back because the next the next lineup that came out for Mesco was uh, based on the Batman versus Superman figures. Right. And, that was, and it started to spell out. Uh, some of the struggles that the company would be facing uh, up to today, even. So <clears throat> um, I think that, you know, the, the beginning of this line had a lot of uh, potential, and I think that we're still headed that way. And uh, I think that personally, like it's one of my favorite lines that are that's out there right now. Yeah, one of the other things, though Chris and I don't buy the figures from, like one of the other early releases was um, Spock, oh, yeah. um, Kirk, I believe. Sulu. Uh, oh, Sulu was later. Sulu, no, actually, I'm looking at the dates right here. It's Kirk and Sulu were early on. Okay. Um, you know, and then you got things like Shazam. Um, Captain America, which you have, right? Uh, I bought, I got that the variant, the Commander Rogers from. from no, my favorite version when he comes, it's in the comics. He like when he takes over Shield. Forgot which one it was. Past Civil War, <laughs> all that. Sure, I believe you. You should good. <laughs> Um, I mean, do we want to go through the whole line here, or do you not? Yeah, I mean, I would like to. I mean, let's yeah, just let's go through here. So, um, Daredevil. At yeah, I that was that was the second one I picked up. That was the second figure I bought was Daredevil. Um, and again, a lot of variants with that one. So, so there's what there's the Shadowlands variant. There's the yep. rich the uh, Daredevil. What is it? Yellow. The origin one, yep. Yep. Um, well, there's not, but not the origin origin, not with the black and the black around, like the one from the TV show. No, 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 no. no. But that yellow, the yellow yeah. devil is... Uh, the Man Without Fear. That's what I'm trying to think of, storyline. Classic. Classic. Again, uh, so, yeah, the dare, I'll be honest with you, I didn't really like the Daredevil from looking at the pictures and then... I saw yours when you had it, and I, I do need to get that. I'll probably get Shadowlands version. Um, 
Good luck. They, they did do a Universal Monsters Frankenstein, um, a black and white version, and a uh, glow in the dark version, which is um, <laughs> which is pretty cool. The Flash. Wait, you know what's cool about that Frankenstein is yeah. it was also something that they had an accessory with too. So they have like that so, uh, yeah. that doorway, right? So yes. they they wanted to present these like they wanted the to put a figure out hundred dollars on its own. Yeah, no, these little accessories here and there. It's it's interesting that what's interesting to me is that with something like that they don't put it as a set. You know, yeah. I mean, I guess they they did online at first, um, and then they would also offer the doorway as separate. But I think right. it would be very difficult. Like you sell out of Frankenstein figures, and then what? You have all these doorways available. Um, <laughs> so yeah. it's a little catch twenty two. Uh, we're talking about Frankenstein. Up to this date, you know, even at the last toy fair we went to, there wasn't, there's no sign of any more Universal monsters coming our way, which I'm, I'm a little surprised that I would buy up, I would buy up that Frankenstein if I knew there was like a Dracula, like a creature and stuff on its way. You know, I have a theory, actually. Okay. All right, we, um, we do theories on this show. We do theories. Uh, my theory is this Universal Dark Universe. Yep. Pulled all of them. Because DST was also going to be releasing more Universal Monsters, um, which we saw at Toy Fair. We didn't get to take pictures of them, but there was a wolf man. I can't remember if there is a creature, but they have made a creature from the Black Lagoon in the past. But I found as soon as that Dark Universe got announced from Universal, all of these... Not that Universal owns the rights to... Like I said, they do not own the rights to Frankenstein, Wolfman, blah, blah, blah. You can make those characters, but you can't make them in the movie likenesses. This Frankenstein is, uh, who is it, Boris Karloff's, um, uh, you know, Frankenstein. So I, I think that Universal, and now who knows, because that Mummy movie didn't do good, um, and Dracula Untold didn't do good. I don't know <laughs> where if that is all in jeopardy or what, but... I think that they pulled those licenses away from these people in order for them to see where this movie world is going to go. Because you're right. You don't release Frankenstein without everyone else or shortly thereafter um, without, you, you know, it just doesn't make any sense, but that's, that's my theory. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a good theory actually. Um, and I was, yeah, I was just surprised. I mean, it has a lot of potential and I'm hopefully, hopefully they can, they can revisit that in the future. I mean, we do have some, uh, the upcoming figures we'll talk about in a little bit, but we do have some horror icons coming out uh, from Mesco, and it'd be nice to see more of our classic ones. Yeah, uh, I agree. John, the, uh, the initial release as well, we did get uh, the Mutant Leader. You did mention that in that two-pack. Uh, so the Mutant Leader was an easy pickup because I, I found that you could get it pretty cheap. Uh, he he doesn't have a lot of cloth accessories or anything. Like he comes with like leather pants. That's um, it. That's it. You know. But yeah. let me put it this way: that figure is is very well made. Um, it is. It's a good. You have like it's a nice set piece to go with the Batman. Uh, so I I found it necessary to get it. I got it early in my collecting of the Mesco One Twelves, and you know I I just think that's. That's kind of the other side of the spectrum where 
if they got into making figures that don't really f- play into this into the 112 collective idea uh it can be a hard sell at 80 dollars uh 80 90 dollars yeah i mean you you have to in that case i think mutant leader right now still available um is 65 dollars you know um mm-hmm. sulu 70 dollars those older ones are 70 frankenstein 70 I feel like they go up in price depending on who, you know, what the character is. Um, like for some, like the Shadowlands is $80 sold out, by the way. Um, well, that's, that was a variant as well, wasn't he? It was a, it was a variant, but then <clears throat> Deadpool's $85 because it's so fucking popular. Oh, you mean the initial price points? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I they change them. Mm-hmm. Now yeah, they're pretty they consistent do. around eighty, mm-hmm. but I at, at initial they kind of just like went back and forth, kind of wonky and. Yeah, that was weird to me. Um, I don't. I I really. You're right. I wonder why they would do that and why a certain why a certain character would call for a five dollar increase or ten dollar. Yeah. yeah uh, exactly. Maybe it had to do with tooling and, and accessories and stuff like that. But I I don't think so, because it's not like we have like a deluxe version of, of, of Mezco 112, you know? It's like, this is what it is. We will eventually, I'm sure like a Dark Side or a Hulk is going to definitely call for more money, uh, definitely depending on the size of the figure. So, Right. Um, so the Flash... What did you did you get that one? I can't remember. Yeah, the Flash was kind of like that that middle wave. Um, he came out. I got the original Flash. Zoom. Yeah, uh, the reverse first was actually he was the previews exclusive. So I mean, uh, that was kind of neat to do the villain as as the, as a, a variant figure. Uh, both figures look very cool. I love the fact that the Flash has the alternate head that lets you make him either Wally West or uh, Barry Allen. And the Wally West one has like a more cartoony look. It actually fits uh, better on the figure. I think it's it's really cool. Uh, and the and they again, you're looking at these full body costumes, the full cloth costumes, and it and it works very well uh, as long as you know the hard plastic pieces me- mesh with it. And that was kind of the issue with the Daredevil. Now the the Daredevil, the tones are a little bit off with the armor. Uh, yeah. Still is a beautiful looking figure, but like this almost like this stretch suit on a figure without making it look too good, like goofy. Um, and the flash was one of those figures that I was kind of worried about looking funny on my shelf or, or not really, or, you know, not looking right because I was like, does it just look like he has pajamas on? Um, it does, is this going to look good? And the, the, the answer in the end is yes, it looks, it looks great. Uh, and these sometimes these are the figures you got to look at, see in person because um, yes, I I completely agree with that. Um, and it, yeah, I no. I do agree with that. So, so, so um, you know, so it went it went Dark Knight Returns, Judge Dredd, and then it went Batman versus Superman. So that line was interesting because people hated that movie and nobody was really a fan of it any of that at that time. So. I wasn't all about getting any of that. And I was like, I'm not going to pay $80 for any of these figures. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the Batman, I think I would have gotten eventually, but I think I opted to buy for that. Bat- I bought a, um, uh, not, not figure arts, but, um, Mesco or, um, Figma. No, that's not what you got. Keep, keep talking though. Yeah. Um, so they put out Batman and Superman for that. And then they did the armored Batman, which was an instant sellout for them because that figure I would have definitely picked up if I had the opportunity to do it at this point. Um, and then they were promising the nightmare Batman. Mayfax. Mayfax. Yes. Mayfax. Sorry. <laughs> That's right. Um, so they, <clears throat> they were, they were like, all right. And, and, and the nightmare Batman is a perfect example of like these cloth, these cloth, uh, clothing applications, uh, and, and putting together a great figure, but that got delayed somehow. Um, it was going to be, even out? it's gone. Yeah, it was out, it's out and it's gone. It's, oh. it's, it was like one of their very first specific exclusives. And that figure is like two, 300 bucks now. Right. That's great. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. Like, uh, once these figures caught fire, certain ones, you just, you, you got to get them. And they're one of the best ones to get, keep in the package and, and sell if you have to, because it's, it's it's a good investment <laughs> from from watching these these go up in price and that and that you know and getting past that line getting past Daredevil and kind of those initial we're gonna be putting out this you know this more varied uh, we're gonna take ourselves very seriously here we're gonna start making more and more figures uh, came about uh, the Punisher figures which I think right now have become their most it's interesting to watch online, like these, the collectors on the Facebook pages, they're like, how many punishers can one person buy? And this <laughs> is interesting. Cause there's a lot of the punishers. There's the original punisher. The, the first one they're going to put out the basic, just this is our version. Uh, then they did their own exclusive, which was the comic, the classic comic one, which sold out like that, which is a very hard one to get. Yeah. Um, they did a special one for toy fair that we missed out on. I don't know how the black. Out. It makes me so angry. Yeah, I know. And then they did um, the one that we finally decided was a good idea to pick up, which is the previous exclusive. Now, we it was a hard sell because yes, it was maybe forty dollars more for for these extra. I think, it, I think it ended up being about one twenty five all in. Yeah, an extra forty bucks, right? Yeah. On top of like normal eighty. So. That was a well, debate. I'm saying though that includes shipping, though I think there was no shipping on that. That's what I'm saying. So I'm saying like yeah, yeah. F- because really, even though it's eighty dollars with shipping, Mesco figure is about ninety nine dollars. I should put it that way. Now, yes, let me let me rewind a little bit with our experience with the Batman figures because that's when I stopped ordering through some of these third party sellers and I started ordering through Mesco. Mesco also, even though you pay the shipping. You're buying through the company, and they're like with Sideshow where you get points. Yes, so, which uh, they only started because of this. And the deposit. Because people yes. were ordering, canceling, and myself guilty, um, and then going over and getting stuff for free shipping. Yep. But then I would get paranoid, like, am I going to get my green arrow? Da, 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 da. Right. Yada, yada. And uh, so far, I've I mostly just ordered directly from Mesco now. Um with that Punisher figure, it did include shipping, and that was kind of the key there that said, all right, this is going to 
and then all of a sudden it became like the most demanded version of the figure anyhow. Well, let's talk about this figure. Yeah. I mean, it's you the did, You did an unboxing for it. <laughs> yeah, you can check out the unboxing on Don't Forget a Towel's uh, YouTube channel. But, I mean, it's in a, it's in a case. It's in a, a tin, you know, uh, lunch pail type thing, um, which is great. And then the first layer is like the Punisher. You got a couple different hands. You got a couple guns. Fine. Typical Mezco. Great. Head. Different head. You go another layer. You've got multiple guns, multiple knives, rocket launcher, tons of different things. Another layer behind that, you've got your, your stand and your little plastic thing to hold them up and pose them. Then you go one more layer, and you've got a, a duffel bag that holds an assortment of guns and a trench coat. It was like, and, and uh, something else, right? The thunder, the Thunderbolts um, yeah. red skull, like the red skull, Punisher skull armor. Yes. Beautiful. I mean, for, for an extra $40, just the accessories alone, if you own other Mezco figures or, or just any other 112th uh, line, you know, throw it out of freaking Black Series. Who cares? I mean, there's, there, you can kit bash the shit out of things with all the stuff that you're getting in these, in these Mezco boxes. So, you know, and I've seen it many times now where people are, are switching their Punisher heads on, you know, Marvel Legends bodies and vice versa to get like the best. Because really the cap sculpt of the head, Steve Rogers, I do not like. I hate it, actually. I think it, like there's something with the features that they draw on some of these characters when they're not grimacing and they're not making like an evil face where like, and that was one of my things with like the flash, his smile is good. But when you just see just a straight face, it, they look doll like not comic accurate, just like really like, like they're living dead doll line. And I, and I, you know, I don't know what it is and I get it like because of the, the skin is like a softer skin on these characters and their faces. It works really well for, uh, you know, Wonder Woman, which I think right now is their only female character um, that's coming out, but they've got to have lines on these faces in order to really make them work. <laughs> I just want to mention, they did make it a Harley Quinn. Who Sorry. Is very, has the which is not out yet, right? Uh, no, I don't... I think I don't, she's been... Well, we can delayed. talk about... Let's talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get on a little bit. All right. Um, Going back to that Punisher, though, it was the first time I've ever seen like working parts on a gun, too, where you could load the shells into the gun or you could spin the revolver. Um, a lot of attention to detail when it came to this figure, and it was the one that really blew me away uh, and got me really excited for this for this line. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, Punisher's always been one of my favorite characters, and to me... Um, you know, the, the Marvel Legends line was a Thomas Jane molded Punisher. There was a comic book Punisher and there was a Thomas Jane Punisher and both of them just kind of sort of look like them, but not enough to really write home about this one was, this is freaking Garth Enos, the broken nose. I mean, tons of scrapes and bruises. Like this was the Punisher. This is Punisher Warzone, <laughs> the figure. <laughs> I get you. I get you, except I do disagree a little bit about the Toy Biz Punisher. So 
<laughs> Toy Biz Pun- no, the Toy Biz Punisher is good. Toy Biz Punisher yeah. is 90s Punisher. I mean, it's fine. It's not a bad figure at all. Um, it's just that you know with Toy Biz is that your bodies are the same bodies for a lot of these figures. Oh, absolutely. Like that body is the same blade body. The blade body's got the same trench coat. I mean, like that's it. So, you know, we listen to our other, I think we actually have the Toy Biz uh, episode up as an older episode of Tile Light Talk slash Pursuit of Plastic. You can listen to us rant and rave about Toy Biz. We do love the line for sure. But um, anyway, that's besides the point. Uh so let's go to the DC side of things. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because they've, I think that this is the side that's really expanding faster. Uh, I mean, really? Rap- yeah, very rapidly. I'm not going to say that they're not doing Marvel, uh, but um, I think Marvel's starting to grow as well. But DC seemed to like be the big push. Uh, so the next figure that I picked up was the we picked up was the Green Arrow. Yeah. And uh, another another figure that I was actually the most paranoid about not getting um green arrow had gotten very popular with arrow on tv and had a real push through the comics and everything so uh and the figure looked awesome uh so when that finally arrived uh and you've been taking pictures of it and having fun with it uh all the time and that another figure that just looks great has like that the entire uh his wardrobe is another figure that's it's perfectly made for this line with the hood, uh, the, the Kevlar, whatever he wears. What, wiring in the hood, mind you. So you yes. can pose the hood. Yes, exactly. Unfortunately, not the greatest posing for the arrow, uh, the bow and arrow itself. You get that pose, but it's difficult. It's very <laughs> difficult to get that. might shoot your wife with it like I did on accident. Um, yeah. <laughs> so... And then on the opposite, the variant side of that, we finally just got the Roy Harper uh, Arsenal figure. Uh, so it's it's cool that they're using these same molds to create other characters um, instead of just saying, well, here's another Green Arrow. Well, here's a variant, but you're getting Roy Harper this time. Uh, well, you think, like, you do Shazam, why don't you just go do Black Adam? You, yeah. do, get a, you do get another, you know, it's a different face. It, it is, you know, but body type, same. Um, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they really, the DC line. So like Chris said, we've talked about Batman versus Superman, you, you, Harley, uh, green arrow. We've got a, we've got a Joker that's out. Um, it's weird because as much as I like the Joker, I do not love this figure. I don't know what it is about it. You know there's what? Some, and, I don't know. And there's that other one that's coming out too, that I don't like either. Like the, the more like anarchist one. Uh, have you seen that that variant that's coming out? Is it like um, Heath Ledger's Joker? No, it's more like it's a weird cross of uh, Jared Leto's Joker and and maybe the comic a little bit. Um, take a look at it when you have a chance. It's I think it, I have. I I just it, the Joker's he's a hard one. I don't yeah. know why. Like. You know, the two that you got me are probably, like, the two best ones. The one that's, like, classic Joker, like, where he kills, you know, Jason Todd sort of thing. And then the other Joker that's the Alex Ross cover with him and Harley. Like, those two DC, what is it, DC collectibles? DC Universe Classics, when the four horsemen were doing them for Mattel. Yeah, those two are probably the best Joker figures that I can think of right now. 
Well, you sorry. Know, and the Hot Toys Jack Nicholson Joker, which is goddamn brilliant. Oh, and not to mention the Hot Toys Arkham Asylum Joker. That's yeah, that's also funny, yeah. <laughs> No, you're right though. It's like I have no urge to run out and buy that Joker. I saw him for like sixty bucks online. I was like, eh, and I didn't pull the trigger. Um, the thing that I see the biggest complaints about this is that there's there's not appropriate accessories with the Joker, and for this variant that's coming out, it's different accessories. So. It's like, don't you want to just do like an ultimate, an ultimate version? When like with the Punisher, it's that's delivering. You're delivering one figure, and you're giving it everything you would ever need with the with the Punisher figure. There's no need for me to go buy the other four. I mean, you see online that people need to complete this to whatever that insane thing is. Um, but for me, it's like if you're gonna do it, do it right the first time. Like this Joker, yes. He he has the the motif of of what I would say the Joker is, but the head doesn't do it for me. Yeah, but it does it does need a few more accessories, I think, as well. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if they end up putting out more ultimate figures. Um, I you know I'd even say the Judge Dredd with the Lawmaster is an ultimate figure. Um, putting out the two pack of the Dark Knight and um, the Mutant Leader is an ultimate. You know what I mean, like. They do need to kind of step it up a little bit sometimes when it comes to these, you know, just give it to me. Just give me the whole huge shebang. Um, uh, Let's see, DC-wise, I said they got a Wonder Woman that's coming out. Um, Uh, Here's here's the other two. Uh, We have Classic Superman, which has been in hiatus. I'm not sure why he hasn't been released yet. Um, That's one of the older figures. Uh, And then his variant being the Red Sun Superman. Uh, both, both are, both are supposed to be due this, uh, in October. Uh, so hopefully I, this is one I, that I did not order and I need to try to find in the wild is the classic Superman. Uh, For my completionist purposes, I will have to get the red sun. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll get it. Don't worry. I will. I'm not worried about it. Cause really nobody knows, you know what I mean? I found this is a totally side story, but I found so many Red Sun figures at the Toronto Fan Expo, except the one that I need, which is the Batman. But I was like, holy shit. Like, this is crazy how many you guys have here. <laughs> I've never seen them out in the wild like that. But anyway, go on. You know, I'm surprised that they haven't done more. Maybe they will do um, more Red Sun figures in this line. It would be cool because now they do have Wonder Woman and, and of course they do have Batman. So yeah, just do a variant. Just do just do a variant of it. Um, the guy the guy who runs Mesco loves Batman, so I mean it's it's an easy sell. Right. Uh, yep. Moving on to another DC uh, one we're waiting for right now, supposed to be released uh, is Deathstroke. Uh, yeah. That Deathstroke looks amazing. Uh, he also has a variant for previews. It's a stealth one. Uh, I don't care. It's just yeah. not. It's not Death. Deathstroke colors. Um, yeah. You know, I have not heard anything about this figure uh, shipping wise. Um, so this one, I'm, I'm sure we're going to be looking at late 2017. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, and this is the thing. Um, personally, I'm not, I'm not going to take it over like overly personal that they're not shipping these figures. I would rather have them perfect it, get the uh, quality control issues taken care of and get the figure out. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's about quality. Uh, you know what I mean? Like 
if we think about it with what, you know, and Hasbro's been getting better, but when they put out their shit, you know, upside down eyes, stupid ass girl faces, like two left took, legs. Yeah. If they just took the time, you know, these guys, I mean, they're taking the time they are. So it's going to, it's going to be a longer, but it's, uh, it's been worth it so far. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I absolutely agree. Um, I'm just going to mention a couple of the Marvel figures that yeah, yeah, absolutely are out. Um, so Deadpool just got released, uh, and Which so, one? <laughs> yeah, let me go to that part. Uh, so they originally announced uh, the regular Deadpool. Uh, Mesco had a special exclusive version through the website that came with the head pool, uh, still not out yet. Uh, but the regular. Deadpool just hit the market recently, and that's actually a very highly praised figure. Uh, so everybody who complains and then then doesn't complain and loves it, I mean, that's that's proof in the pudding right there. Um, they also made a, cl- a variant, which was an exclusive, which was the X-Men version uh, with the blue and yellow uh, summer exclusive, was yeah. uh, a neat version of the figure I didn't pick up. Um, and then also they're doing the Preview exclusive X Force. Yeah, uh, so that's. Uh, they're also doing Spider Man. So uh, this was another Spider Man. Don't lie. Uh, so the the original the regular Spider Man was supposed to ship, um, but got pushed back. More the uh, Deco version. Yes, and then the uh, the variant of that was the Miles Morales, uh, which was an exclusive, and that's that's out and about. That was a. I believe that was SDP or summer season. Yeah. yeah. And then they announced the Spider-Man Homecoming version. So well, let's keep you're it missing one. Did I? Yep. You're missing the McFarland version, the Venom one. Oh yeah. The and then the which is the one I have coming. <laughs> and then Casey or the previews exclusive. So previews is yeah. getting a lot of these. These definitely these cool uh, variants that yeah. they seem to yeah. be able to fulfill now these days. Thankfully, um, doing a much better job with supply. Uh, so I mean, look at that. There's four Spider-Men, and I can't even get my my classic one sent to me on time. So I mean, <laughs> I know. why are you why is why is why is Miles out? You know, I yeah. whatever. I, I'm really excited to get that figure in my hands. Um, I mean, I do want the I do want the Spider-Man Homecoming one too, though. I actually really like that design. That design is awesome. Yeah. Um, actually, I, mean, I might just get the hot toy. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Like that's, I've been waiting for you to say that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Another kind of elusive figure was the Red Skull. Uh, they did, they did the regular version of Red Skull, which is one of the badass looking figures in this line with it like uh, black but he trench coat have a lot and all of accessories, that stuff. Though, right? He does, and he do, like the accessories that the green one came with. I'm not, I haven't really looked at the black one in a long time, but the, the green black one's one got the tesseract and it's got a gun. That's it. And like he definitely looks like. You know, yeah, he's, yeah, that's it. He's got a gun and he's got the Tesseract and that's that's it. So then the fall exclusive that just was uh, came out and now sold out online but available at New York Comic Con uh, is his classic Hydra look to kind of go along with the classic Captain America variant that they had as an exclusive a long time back. Um, this one comes with like a flamethrower and all this, all these cool, like seems like more accessories. Not as cool as the look as the black trench coat though. Yeah. Uh, so uh, no, here we go is another variant. Um, kind of just scrolling on 
Um, we well, can talk about the whole, I'm going to yeah. let you talk about the the one you bought, uh, but I want to talk about Wolverine real quick. Um, it was weird. They announced was the old man Logan, mm-hmm. um, which you know you and I ordered. Then they announced the blue, the brown and yellow uh, Wolverine, which is my one of my favorite versions. Uh, which so I can I just say this? Yes, we have to discuss this. We haven't discussed this. So you're using the same face as you're doing the Jim Lee version, mm-hmm. which is the other one, the blue and yellow. If you're going to give me comic-accurate first-appearance Wolverine, then give me the goddamn... It actually, like, why doesn't he have, like, the whiskers? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm being a stickler, but I really think you should have one. You don't agree? No, I, I, I agree. I'm just thinking about... I'm just thinking about the way that they they went about this because i mean let's mention all right so the the third wolverine figure is now the other fall exclusive uh which is sold out online sold out jim lee one i you know what's funny is like you say this is the jim lee one like the brown and yellow is like i think about that as the jim lee one because that's the one that's drawn on x-men number one and actually you know what i'm wrong because i'm i'm getting my wolverines mixed up but you are right because the yellow and blue is Origins Wolverine. It's what he first wore. Then he switched to brown and yellow, and then he went back to blue and yellow. You know, um, for the, the very first appearance and... of Wolverine, he is in blue and yellow, yes. and he does have whiskers on his face. Yes, and that's in the Incredible Hulk 181. Um, yes. This version, I feel like, is not that long afterwards, right? Or am no. I wrong? It's in it, that same time. It's like. 60s was when he was there, and then he was part of um, the giant size X Men and so on, still yellow and blue. And then in the 90s, he got the brown and yellow when he was going to Japan and stuff. And in the night, like Jim Lee's 90s X Men. And I'm, you're right, you're right. I guess Jim Lee did both versions, right? Yeah, okay. I guess I mean more like Jim Lee uh, with the, with the muscles, you know, like the the look, you know what I mean? <laughs> like the like that's what I feel like we know Jim Lee. So, anywho, I really like. I want that. I, I actually want at least the yellow and blue one. I like all of them, mm-hmm. um, but Old Man Logan is, you know, Marvel Legends did an Old Man Logan. It looks pretty good. It looks like. He's a little bit more old man Logan from the new comics, the Lemire. Absolutely. Um, whereas this old man Logan looks a little bit more like the Mark Miller uh, comic and Steve, Steve McNiven. Mm-hmm. Steve McNiven, yeah. So I'm more drawn to that, and it's the best looking old man Logan figure that we're gonna get. Unless you want to get one of those sideshow statues, which maybe I will someday. Yeah, I absolutely. I mean, and I mean that 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 look with the trench coat and the hat and all that, that just yeah. begs to be cloth. You know, it, it, yeah. it has to be that look. Yeah. And I think that when they deliver that figure, it's going to be awesome. My here's, here's, I'm going to go back to the other Wolverines real quick though, is you're going to make this, this fall exclusive, which sells out within minutes the, the morning before I even wake up. Um, and then it's only available at Comic-Con. Um, and you're going to offer like the Logan head on that one, you know, why you know maybe they'll they'll 
they'll change the brown and yellow because I haven't really heard much, and they've been kind of fixing the shorts on him and making changes here and there depending on what people complain about. Um, but my biggest complaint is, like, why – like, you're doing all these alternate heads for every other figure, every release, but you can't give me the Logan head on 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 that, you know? So it's kind of a weird it, – it, it just kind of turns me off sometimes like that. Yeah. Agreed. Um, also in Marvel, Doctor Strange figure was released. Uh, uh, it's not pre-order. Yeah, pre-order. It's not out. Yeah, that figure looks beautiful, and you can still order it. So yes, you can. I keep debating doing it because I think I love my original Toy Biz. Um, Me too. Uh, Doctor Strange, and I think like this version would be even better. Yeah. Edition. So I actually, just rebought the Toy Biz version of Doctor Strange. Nice. Um, and then Batman again, Batman back to the beginning where it all started. Um, well, I mean, let's, let's, let's not talk about that yet. I think you should talk a little bit about space ghost and how they, Oh shit. You yeah. know, cause I'm on the Mezco site and like, not everything's on here. It's really weird. They're not. I'm tr- I'm like looking through this list and I'm like trying to think about other stuff that was released, but yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, well, I hope you have an accurate list of what's coming out because it's not on here. Um, it's in like my what head. We saw at Toy Fair. Okay, so Space Ghost. Sorry. So Space Ghost is Batman without ears. Uh, in, different <laughs> in space. No. In space for at least for uh, Hanna Barbera's purposes, and I've always liked the character, and I, I love what they did with Space Ghost Coast to Coast. So I bought the previous exclusive one, which has um, a glow-in-the-dark mesh, almost netting all around the all around the body so that it glows in the dark. And then it, his, like, power, uh, like, flames and shooting missiles also glow in the dark. So um, it was not... I don't think it was even much more money um, than the other one. The only thing... The only other difference is that and I can't remember what his name is. I think it was like Chim Chim. Like the other one came with like the monkey and this one did not because you got the glow in the dark accessories. But and I would have no, liked to get that monkey. I thought it did come with a glow in dark Chim Chim. Oh, sorry. It comes with a glow in the dark Chim Chim. It doesn't yeah. come with the regular one, which I actually rather have had. Yeah. But um, as far as being a ghost, I love it. It's really fucking cool. Um, I've taken many pictures with him as well. Um, just a, you know, again, it's just another well-made figure. And since they give you the, uh, you know, these figures that fly, you need the uh, the standee. So it's it's great that they include that. Yeah, sorry. Thank you for reminding me about that. I do have No, that's cool. It's cool. <clears throat> um, you know what we should do? Um, since we're going we, to... You want to talk, talk about, about Batman real quick? Let's talk about Batman Sunday Night as one of the upcoming figures because okay. uh, let's take okay. a commercial break and uh, we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Casey from Gourmet Scum Radio. We're true cousins talking about geeky pop culture stuff. You a fan of television, music, and movies of the 80s? <laughs> well, we are too. Do you like being transported to galaxies far, far away and the threat of troglodytes that go boom in the night? Well, we're going to geek out about it. 
Have you ever scared yourself listening to ska music while reading a comic book and sipping on a tasty Jones soda? Then this is the podcast for you! Gourmet Scum Radio is here to tickle your holes and make you believe in dynamite explosions. Right, Tegan? Make sure to check us out on Stitcher and iTunes. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter and check out our website at don'tforgetatowel.com. You won't regret it! And we're back from those awesome commercials. Oh yeah, uh, we're talking about the <laughs> talking about the Mesco 112 Collective line. Uh, we just kind of did a rundown and and discussion about the figures that you know have have come out uh, currently available. Uh, and we were just about to talk about the latest uh, offering of Batman figures, since uh, we didn't mention that the head of Mesco is a huge Batman fan and. Um, we keep getting these different versions of a character, which Batman is one of the most popular characters in the world <clears throat> and definitely deserves um, as many figures as possible from this line. Because I think, you know, looking at the history of that character, I mean, you awesome to get like a, the Gotham by guess light Batman, um, different ones like that, you know, it'd be cool uh, because the different variations of that character um, are through his costume. So, yeah. Uh, looking at this uh, new one that's being offered up, uh, the Batman Ascending Knight. Uh, it's now this figure is the first of three Batman figures that are going to be throughout his um, throughout his legacy. I believe I believe that the Batman Beyond one that's coming out soon is part of that, uh, kind of like the future version. Uh, so it looks like we're also going to eventually get another modern day Batman. I'm not really sure what they're going to do with that, but I wonder if that's a, what they might be able to do 1989 Batman. But there's a Saturday Night Batman. Uh, it goes back to one look uh, minus like the purple gloves and stuff like that. Uh, the first one that came available was the black and gray version. So this figure, uh, we saw that toy fair the first time i believe it was and yeah it's a cool figure it definitely is has longer ears for the costume um the costume itself is is pretty straightforward uh the black and gray one comes with the bruce wayne alternate head and some really cool batman accessories so it was a it was a day one thing for me when the the regular version came out and i pre-ordered that and then since then, they've come out with two variants, uh, unsurprisingly. First variant was the blue and gray motif. Uh, so that's, I didn't want to get that because I already have a blue and gray Batman from them. And so I was still happy about the black and gray. And then for Batman Day, uh, last Saturday, which they decided to put out um, an all, like almost all black version of the character with a yellow belt. Um, 
harken to me back to the 89 Batman look a little mm. bit, but uh, definitely, definitely, uh, definitely a cool variant. And uh, there was 1,939 of them uh, put into inventory in, uh, in honor of the year that Batman first appeared in comics. Uh, and you can tell us all about your pre-order on that one. I pre-ordered it. That's right. That's right. That's all it takes. Yeah, I, I, I'll be honest with you. When we saw the toy at Toy Fair, I wasn't super impressed. Um, this all-black version of it looks more like the 1989 Keaton version. And as Chris said, why don't they just release that? Maybe they still will. Uh, you know, Hot Toys obviously has an insanely good version of it. And NECA also has a good version of it. So maybe there's a problem with that. Maybe... Um, that's why they're not doing it. But um, this one, I'll see. I don't know if I'm going to keep it or if I'm just going to get rid of it. The reason why I bought it is because it said it was going to be a Batman Day exclusive. It is sold out now. Um, I didn't think it was not going to. I, I, I knew it would. So uh, maybe one of you guys can contact me when it comes out for me next year, and I'll give it to you. <laughs> we'll see. Trade, um, trade bait. Trade bait. Trade bait, yeah. Yeah, more like trade. Um, so. Okay, so what do we got uh, coming up, though, as well? I want to, you know, <clears throat> we went to Toy Fair last year, and we did get to see some of these new figures that are on the horizon. Uh, and it's something that kind of boggles my mind. Now, we were shown these this lineup of figures that are supposed to be coming out, supposed mm-hmm. to be announced for pre-order and all that stuff, but they're prototypes are made we saw them in person but all we've seen are these exclusives getting announced um the variants getting announced and the other issue is like we said some of the figures that were announced way before that are having a having a hard time finding their way to market now quality control whatever you want to say that's fine um but i want to see them someday but yeah now I'm going to work through this list. There's going to be some characters that we haven't even seen for pre-order yet. And when will this happen? When and how long will it take for them to even, you know, um, get into, get on my shelf. So, um, let me just go through this list, uh, from DC. We're, we're eagerly anticipating this dark side figure. Now seeing that in person, uh, it is, is, the scale is different. It's a much bigger figure. Uh, it's in scale, of course, but it's, it's huge. Uh, light up eyes, things like that. It's it's making me think that that figure is going to probably be more expensive than the other ones. Uh, just the just the sheer, sheer size and what it takes to make a figure like that. But you're looking at a classic Kirby design for the character. Uh, that is a day one purchase for me. Uh, but like I said, where is it? Uh, the next one up we saw was uh, Iron Man. Uh, so kind of expanding on going farther into their Marvel line. Uh, Iron Man's an interesting choice. Uh, I mean, they did do the armored Batman version. Uh, so First Iron Man, though, no, right? Yeah. yeah. It's not, yeah. So just so you guys know, I'm it's, pretty it's, sure Disney has the exclusives to like all the other Iron Men since Robert Downey Jr. took over. You know what, though? You know, we're going to see like five variants on this figure. Mm-hmm. So it's 
it's a cool look. It's not. I don't think it's Origins Iron Man. It's it's a little bit after that. Yeah. Uh, so it's you know it's not like that crazy armored one. <laughs> right. Right. Mark, Mark one. Uh, getting away from the comics, we we did see the Ghostbusters, uh, which is an interesting lineup, but we have not heard anything from that. Uh, perfect. Perfect for the. The cloth uh, accessories and things like that. The face sculpts weren't great, from what I remember it at Comic Con. Does a better job with the face sculpts. Yeah, absolutely. And then but, of course there's that one six line, which are like the best fucking Ghostbusters figures you'll ever buy. But of course they're eight hundred dollars for all right. of them, which makes sense. Yeah. Sorry. Go on. Right. <laughs> um, going back to the uh, kind of the Star Trek thing, they did. They're doing McCoy, mm-hmm. and they've done some variants on the Star Trek as well. Um, but they did make a captain's chair too, which here we go, another accessory in the, in yeah. the line, which is cool to see. Uh, we we're getting Ash from Evil Dead Two. Uh, looks like a good figure. Uh, lots of accessories, so hopefully they can get his chin right as as you keep pushing. It, <laughs> it, I mean, he has a book, Bruce Campbell. If chins could talk. I mean, he's known for that chin. Like, you got to get the chin right, or else it doesn't make it. Like, don't give him a smooth chin. He's not. He isn't that. Doesn't he's even look right. The, he's got the most recognizable chin in Hollywood. God damn it. Um, and Neca's doing some really good uh, oh. stuff right now. So Jeez. they've got that sculpting down. So if you're a head switch, head swapper, <laughs> a little bit different scale. But uh, then we're getting two zombies from Dawn of the Dead. Uh, which, whatever, I guess. And Popeye, which is another kind of... Uh, this take on... is a more realistic take on the character. It looks really awesome. Yeah, I wish but, I liked Popeye, because it looks fucking great. Mm-hmm. But are you going to shell out $80 for a Popeye figure? No, like, I'll tell you who will. My uncle, who yeah. has an insanely big Popeye collection, uh, will. I sent him a picture when we were at Toy Fair, and he was like, Okay, where is it? When can I buy it? Yeah, he loved it. So there's a market out there. There's a fan base. And that's just another neat little, uh, I would call it, I guess, an expedition into this this realm of characters that, like, oh, wow, you just made a Popeye figure? Like, what else could you make a more realistic figure of, you know? so Right. Um that's why I liked also that Space Ghost. That Space Ghost was really cool. It's kind of yeah. taking these these really classic characters and 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 giving them a modern day makeover. Um, and then the Dia Diabolic. Um, I forgot what that even, whatever that's from. It's like a ninja looking character. And I'm, I apologize to anybody who's a fan of that, but I have no idea who it is. <laughs> so, I don't even remember that at all, dude. Um, we're also looking at. Uh, I'm sorry, I have to go back to Marvel because they're going to make another Daredevil variant, uh, which is from the Netflix series. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love the Netflix series, but like, it's hard for me to get behind these uh, likenesses of the movie characters because they're not forever, uh, whereas the comics are, in my opinion. Where you know, like, do I need to get a Chris Evans accurate character? I don't. You know what I mean? Like, um, it's different for like Star Wars 
because Luke's, you know, they're not going to replace Mark Hamill with another actor. It is Mark Hamill being Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Sebastian Stan. Sebastian Stan. Okay. They may Shows make the a player. <laughs> right. That's different. But I'm saying like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. But um, for the most part, I feel like I don't like to get characters who look like actors. Right. Exactly. Because I feel like, you know, like Snake Plissken is always going to be Kurt Russell. Even if they do another Snake Plissken with a different character, it's Kurt Russell for me. You know what I mean? And I and I think that there's always going to be Robert Downey Jr. There's always going to be Iron Man, but it's the suit, you know? And I feel they'll they'll replace him. They'll replace Evans. They'll replace Hemsworth. And I just don't need to get their faces. So, like, like that Thomas Jane Daredevil, eh. You know, I love this new, or sorry, Punisher. This new Daredevil with Charlie Cox is amazing. Uh, I, I don't need to get that suit. I'm, I'm good with a classic suit, personally, or right. any of the ones that they've already put out. I don't need the one from the show. But, <laughs> sorry, rant over. Sorry. I mean, that's, <laughs> I mean, they're, I don't want to say they're flooding the market with their variants, but, um, in a way, <clears throat> it seems like they just, um, they have, they take a character and they just expand on it as much as they can and people mm-hmm. buy it up. So, oh, there's another, there's another Wolverine variant that I forgot. It was the X-Force one on preview. So <laughs> it was like, yeah, there's a ton. So yes. Um, like I just said, there's all these uh, there's all these upcoming figures. I'm doing air quotes, um, which nobody can see except you. Um, yes. And the and it just goes back to that issue of of what a lot of the fans are are complaining about. Some people are more patient than others. Uh, you can see this in the Facebook groups. But start putting up the characters that you've already um, people have ordered, and just kind of you know, balance it instead of throwing more stuff at us and making us excited, you know, work out your, uh, your struggles. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so I, I think we've kind of gone through a bunch of the praises and the complaints online though. I mean, it's really like they can't keep up with the figures that they've announced. They just, they can't. Right. I'm not complaining. Your figures look great, but, do have something to kind of improve on and that's getting the figures into my hand um because like what happens what happens when i'm expecting to pay for two figures in one month but you push them both all the way a couple more months mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you're releasing like deathstroke on top of that and i'm paying like three hundred dollars four hundred dollars because you're putting four figures out once yeah so that's that's the thing that they kind of have to get um get on board with make some improvements because when when i look at like a company like sideshow i can go to sideshow and i can say like right now my leia my hoff leia and my dengar orders are up i know i have to make payments for the next four months right once those are done and i know they're going to be done on time because that's how it works i can move on to my next two next spring and then i can say all right one and i know those when those payments are going to end approximately and i can order order one for next fall you know, so like here's an example. You think it'd be better if they took payments for these. I I do. Um, uh, Super Seven does something similar as well. They're they've taken over the Master Universe line from Mattel, and now 
it's like you can order you have to order them when the pre-order goes up you don't have to it's not automatic like it used to be you don't have to be part of a club air quotes um you go like i think it's october 2nd is the next the next wave comes out and i gotta order it but you can do it in three payments Mm -hmm. Hmm. okay i mean yeah it'd be nice something (laughs) i just feel like right like the deposit twenty dollar deposit on an eighty dollar toy. No, that's not a bad thing. That's right. twenty dollar deposit on a hot toy. That that's nothing, you know. Yeah. There could yeah. be a little more structure on the payments, and I would like to see a payment structure, and you could just pay it off, and they ship it to you when it when it's ready. Yep, I agree. That being so. <laughs> All right, what's next? Ranking. Yeah, let's let's talk a little about of our uh, our top three favorite figures from the line. I'll let you go first. Yeah, we go one at a time or all three? All three. Okay. Dark Knight Returns. For sure. Um, it was the first and it's up there. <sighs> Green Arrow. Uh, the accessories are awesome. One thing that we didn't say is just with all the articulation in these figures, you don't need the stands. It's great that they provide them to you, but you don't need them unless you're doing some like green arrows a little bit different where I've had to use the stand for him like on his knees and make in like trying to shoot an arrow. But really, for the most part, you don't need them. Um, but it's amazing that they, they give them to you. They're cool looking. Um, and then it's, it's going to be Punisher, you know. Like, I've always wanted a Space Ghost figure. I really have like that. But Punisher is just, there's so much involved in that figure. So many accessories. It's got to be, you know, you can have him doing, like I had him, like on a Tauntaun. Guns blazing. (laughs) Like, he's just, he's a great figure to mess around with and have a good time with. And interacts well with, like, all, like, you know how Deadpool just, just interacts well with all your other characters because he, you know, he's just a dumbass. Like this Punisher can be in almost any situation and it makes sense and it's funny and I love it. So, yeah. You it's go. Good. It's a good list. You know, it's funny though, like we're talking about like our top three and we have like maybe like three or four on our, on our shelf. <laughs> so, right. That's also tough. true because they haven't released <laughs> Well, how many are out there in the wild? Really, ten? I think. No, there's a there's a lot out. I mean, there's got to be at least fifteen right now. Okay. With like all Star right. Trek and all that, you know, it's there is a lot out there. So okay. Um, it's just you and I have more specific taste in getting every Mesco figure, you know. It's right. Um, my three favorite right now, um, definitely Dark Knight Returns, Batman. That that's one of my definitive versions of the character. Like you said, yeah. it. It's right off the pages. Um, it was a great example of what they could do with with the uh, with the real clothes costume. Um, so that was cool. Um, my second is the Punisher as well. Uh, they just they really delivered on that figure. I've yeah, never, never, you know, and as much as we debated not getting that version, it was the version to get. Um, oh yeah, because he's the Punisher. He once you got him, it was like I don't even remember how much they paid for this figure. I don't care. Don't even that that tin alone was worth it. Um, <laughs> and you know, 
probably my favorite is I like I like the Daredevil a lot. Um, hmm. When I pose him on my shelves, it takes advantage of the stand. Like you're mentioning the stands, and um, for a figure like that or flying characters, it's very yeah. necessary. But Daredevil with that stand, it's like put him upside down, flipping in the air. His his Billy, billy Club weapon with like the wire is posable, so you can like you can have him like whipping it out like and then pose it the way you want it. Yeah. So it's like in, in flux with his movements. Um, and that alone really did it for me. Uh, plus his battered head so that like you can have him battle the Punisher and make him look like the Punisher broke his mask with his gun and shit. So correct. We did not talk about the New York city comic-con figures that came out. Catwoman, Batman beyond Thor, mm. yes. uh, Hulk, from Thor Ragnarok. I feel like I'm missing somebody else. Right? You're absolutely right. We missed those. Um, I, no, SDCC, right? Over the summer? As I said, Comic Con. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um, I think that's. There wasn't a ton announced from that, but the ones they, they did announce were awesome. I'm pulling yeah. it up right now. Um, oh, Aquaman from Justice League. Which just like the new Justice League. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but the, yeah, the yeah. other ones, that was it. Oh, what? Mike Myers? That, yeah, that's another one. That was at... Um, that was at... That was at... Uh, I forgot about that. That's right. And there's another one that's, um, yeah, you're right. I totally forgot all about the Michael Myers toy. The Michael Myers looks awesome. <laughs> and I will buy that. Yes. But is- there go, there's opening Pandora's box. Like, are they going to do these class, like these, these slashers? How so, okay. Them? Yeah, there's right. Which they could, right? Because they've, Black- all, they've been doing slashers forever. Um, and Black Adam was a figure. Yes. See, this is like that list we had was not complete. No, it's not. I forgot about Batman Beyond. Looks great. Catwoman is the Jim Lee Hush uh, Catwoman, mm-hmm. um, which again is great. But the Thor, or sorry, the Hulk from Thor Ragnarok is just. I wish you could take off the armor to make it just look like Hulk, but at the same time, it's so good looking that I feel like it's one of the greatest. And even I don't necessarily need a Chris Hemsworth toy, but if I was going to get one, this one is insane looking, Mm -hmm. you know, two swords. He's got the helmet lightning. Um, For some weird reason, doesn't have the hammer, but you know, I guess he's trying to stick close to the comic, but you know, I'd throw a hammer in there just because I make fucking toys and I don't care. He loses it. I know, but I'm saying like I make toys. Give the give the kids what they want. That's true. That's true. Yeah, it's like oh, there was a there was something else like that with action figures. Like the like it was missing an accessory that was uh, super important. But yeah, I, I don't know what it was. But yeah, so sorry guys, and we forgot about those. But yeah, I mean, they just they 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 have this ongoing line of, of crazy looking really good figures. Um, when are we going to see them? You know, we went to, when did we go to 
uh, Toy Fair. February. February. Yeah. You know, and we still can't get a Dark Side or any of the other figures that we want. So that that's all. It's just kind of annoying that way. Here's <laughs> us eagerly awaiting these pre-orders. So yeah, that's all. Um. Anywho, okay. So, uh, what what do we want most anticipated then? Well, anticipated. I've I've mentioned I I really want that dark side. Uh, the Batman Beyond is a must-have. I think that figure is just gonna. It looks awesome in the first yeah. place. It's a. There's only really been a handful of Batman Beyond figures made. The DC Universe collection or classics one was okay. Most um, of them have been like three and a quarter scale. Yeah. So, I mean, Ugh. you're looking at finally like a nice collector's version of this character, which is uh, an amazing look in the first place. I think it's really cool. I think it'll work really well with this, uh, with this lineup. So those, those two, I really, I really want to get my hands on a classic Superman. I'm punching myself for not ordering that the first time around. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully I can find one because that, I I am a Superman fan, and that classic look um, is is what I want when it comes to this this lineup. If I was gonna get a Superman figure that wasn't a Black Sun one, that would be the one. <laughs> yep, or Red Sun, but that would yeah, be the one. She's our she's our Superman. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, what do we want? Well, you know, I wrote a little article yesterday. Uh, not, it won't be yesterday when we guys hear this, but uh, I do a toy chest uh, write up every Thursday on, on don't forget a towel.com, uh, which either, you know, upcoming toys or a little editorial. And so I wrote a top five uh, want, want list that I would like to see made. Uh, I think that there are some lines that have a lot of potential when it comes to what Mezco is doing with the 112 collective. So, uh, my top five in that list was uh, Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Miller World, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, and of course Valiant Comics, which we've been begging for. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, check out that article. Uh, I added a couple myself. I I see that. I see yeah. that. Um, yeah, Watchmen was one of them too. So. <clears throat> um, there are there's a lot of possibilities, but it, it does go back to listen. I don't want to get caught up in buying figures that, you know, say they started doing ones like say they did Watchmen, and then all of a sudden they couldn't complete it, or it took like ten years to put them all out. You know. Yeah. So, in order to really tackle these kind of licenses, I think that you they have to have a game plan about when they're going to release things, <clears throat> and really stick to that. Uh, so. But, like I said, a lot of potential, especially with something like Lord of the Rings. Oh, my God. Yeah, Lord of the Rings. There are... The the Lord of the Rings figures that came out before, I don't remember who did them, but they were decent figures. Was that Toy Biz? I keep thinking it was. I don't know, man. I'm going to look it up. So you keep talking. Yeah, um, so... I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know if I need more um, in that scale of Lord of the Rings toys because they had them before. I liked them enough. They were articulated. I liked, I can't remember who did a one six scale. Um, There is a Gandalf out and there is a, 
Actually, there's a Gandalf, there's an Aragorn, and there's a Legolas that are out, which are all fantastic. I like Boromir too, or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah, Boromir, more like Bora, more like Starkamir. Yeah. Um, I I added uh, Mortal Kombat because we already talked about it, so I just threw that in there. Um, Venom, to me, uh, kind of like that makes sense. Just throw that in there. What were you gonna say? No, oh, Lord of the Rings was Toy Biz. Was it? Okay. Um, but Venom to me, like, Spider-Man, just throw that in there. Throw out a Venom and a Carnage. Like, that's a no-brainer to me. Um, and then I put in Battle of the Planets just because I could see those being pretty cool. With You know, going back again to, like, that older toy line. Um, not Hanna-Barbera necessarily, but one of those kind of fringe cartoons that not a lot of people have seen necessarily so i think that would be cool as well <clears throat> now we have you know the two the two on my list both valiant and miller world now we have these indie comics um that i guess miller world is you know it's at least they're different depends how you want to look at it as an indie yeah comic or not. but uh mark millar has been building this this comic book world with his titles uh released across different uh, publishers, but it does tie into his little universe, which was just picked up by Netflix, which is very exciting. Um, I know that you know NECA did kick-ass figures and stuff like that, but you know once it, once we move away from like that and start making a new version of like Wanted and, and Kick-Ass and things like that, uh, there's a lot of potential for uh, his characters to be made into really cool action figures. Um, <clears throat> and the same thing with Valiant. Valiant. Uh, Valiant's begging. Valiant's begging for it. They need, they need it. I mean, they have they're they're a little disjointed when it comes to collectibles, from plushies to, um, to build the bears, bloodshot build a bears. Yeah. So What's these the characters, it's a it's a it's a universe where all the characters interact. They, you know, it's it, they need action figures, and I would buy the crap out of. Mesco 112 collective Valiant figures because a it's a very small mar- small market right now for Valiant fans. There's a lot of people who love Valiant, but at the same time, there's a lot of people that don't know Valiant. Um, that's going to change, and I think it's time. For, and I think that instead of going with some crappy company that's going to put your figures out for like 15, 20 bucks, why not make them collector based figures? They should be. Yeah, I I could see Valiant dipping their toes in and doing a um. What was the line that made like Kenner toys again? The Funko line. That oh, had, like, yeah, rea- reaction, reaction. Yeah. I could see them starting off like that. I, I definitely could, and, and obviously, it's not what I want. But I think yes, if they could get with a Mezco, which is Mezco is is doing very well with this line, but because of the production issues, it's not to where it could be so they're still under the radar like really their bread and butter is like living dead doll they're not hasbro they're not mattel they're not even mcfarlane they're not NECA. so you know i could see mezco taking on a bloodshot much like the punisher you know what i mean with all those different accessories i could see a ninjack i mean really doing quite well with all of his different accessories too like eternal warrior <laughs> All, all the big yeah. ones, you know, XO, you know, yeah. like, so, yeah, I, I could see them doing, um, 
you know, a faith, like they don't have enough female figures, you know, and like to get like a, a large, like a full figure doll like that, you know, action figure that I, I think that would sell like a shit ton. Even if you didn't read the comic, if you saw that figure on the shelf, you'd be like, what is this? What is this comic? Like what? <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Personally, they're going to get there. You know, I don't, Valiant's <laughs> just, just catching their stride i I don't even think they've really gotten to where they need to be but mezco if you're listening um call up dinesh over at valiant and you guys work out a deal (laughs) absolutely (laughs) and the you know the last franchise i really want to touch on is star wars and it's something that we've discussed it's it's something that you know it's a dream because like you said if if a company can't handle the production and the release it's it it would be very difficult and it would take a lot of criticism if they took something on like star Wars, but looking at something like star Wars, um, personally, I'm sick of Hasbro having the full rights, um, Disney blocking, blocking figure arts from bringing real star Wars figures to the States. We having to pay 15, 20 bucks to import them, you know? Um, and it's worth it. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. I would much be rather be paying fifty bucks for my figure arts figures, forty, fifty dollars than sixty. You know, so um, I think it's I think it's bullshit um, that it's kind of like a monopoly, and uh, I would this is why I would love to see another company take on Star Wars, especially with what Black Series has been doing with more of the cloth accessories. That would go even better if if a real company could do it. Yeah, Mezco taking on Star Wars would be crazy, but I think, again, it's just those production times. It would have to be like, here's a Dash Rendar figure to start off, or here's here's a Rebel, you know, from Rebels. Like, it, it would have to be somebody like, here's a Dengar. Like, it would have to be a real, like, kind of niche character in a way that like not everybody like you can't start off with luke skywalker like you just can't do it but i don't know you know i love my my uh hot toys now and if i had to spend the hundred dollars and then another three hundred dollars i just i don't know if i could do it man no you're right i mean it's the thing is it's like my 112 my 16 collecting has is very star wars centric uh, yes, except for kiboshing, you. you know, kiboshing like these, like the Wolverine one, I, the Old Man Logan, and the the Blade, and some of the out outliers like we have is like the Ninja Turtles and aliens and stuff like that. But right. that's like where my main Star Wars collecting has kind of went from buying shit toys to hot toys. Um, yeah, you know what? Actually, I just ordered that. I ordered that Obi Wan from Sideshow. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Payment plans start next fall. So, <laughs> wait, which Obi Wan? That special, the new one they just put out. Um, the the kind of like the Legends one where he's like uh, before a New Hope. Really? That's uh, that's available for pre order. Right get now. that? Yeah, on sideshow. Is that Famous. an actual like figure? Okay, so it's not hot toys. No, it's side. It's sideshow one six. Um, it's not the statue. No, no, it's a figure. Uh, like the Dengar, the Dengar order is is sideshow. It's not Hot Toys. Um, okay. So side, yeah, that is actually available now. Uh, so off off topic. Yeah. So if you did like kind of like these weird like 
legacy like legends characters and stuff like that that'd be kind of fun for a star wars line but of course there's no uh <laughs> there's no hope there when it comes to disney letting hasbro be no. up that so <laughs> it ain't happening but plus i mean they're so ingrained with like these four inch figures and and getting getting the collectibles out to the masses and making as much money as possible on it that a company like Mesco would have a very hard time um, keeping up with that. But that's also why I think like that license should, they should share the wealth with it, you know, um, allow other companies to not have to make mass amounts of figures. Like you, like you said, but come out with like very like special versions or like uh, fan favorites and things like that. That would be more fun because yeah, let Hasbro do the mass production. Let a company like Mesco make, Specialty figures based on the characters, so right, that would be a lot of fun. Um, I I completely agree. Man, you got me thinking about that, <laughs> that Obi Wan. Yeah, like, no. yeah. I, I, I don't know why I didn't realize that. Wait, it was a figure <laughs> that it was out. Oh, because it's been very quiet. I didn't realize it was actually available until yesterday. Yeah, I've been, I've been waiting, and I was like, "Oh, I can't do it. I got Luke and Anakin next spring. It's gonna be the same time." And then I looked at the payment stru- structure, and I was like, "Oh shit, That's uh, the payment stru- uh, the payment plan starts right up after I'm done with those two. Sold." Because I remember when that statue came out, and I was like, "I want that statue. Yeah, it's such a cool thing." And then they announced that figure over. Uh, I think they announced it around celebration time. Yeah. And then, uh, ugh, God. <laughs> it's Why awesome. Did you do this. <laughs> I just went on Sideshow yesterday to check something. I was like, oh, this is available? Yeah, click. Door. All right. Mezco, last thoughts, Chris. Wait, this isn't a Sideshow discussion? Okay. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> All right. Mezco, last thoughts. I love, I love this 112 collective. Um, I think they should slow things down a little bit. Uh, Take a little time. Put out what you're doing. Put out what you've promised. Um, yeah, you want to do these exclusives? That's fine. Make them limited. That's fine. Uh, because there's a lot of there's been a lot of good reaction to that. Uh, the secondary market is is it's great to see that. Um, you know, we still have the problem with sculpt sculpting uh, 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 sculpting scalping. Sorry, um, sculpting. They don't have a problem with uh, scalping. We have a little bit of an issue with right now. Uh, and moving forward, that's always uh, we shouldn't even talk about scale. That's always going to be an issue. But um, limited runs, great. Um, it makes these figures much more in demand, uh, and hopefully someday they'll they'll kind of right their ship. So, yeah, I'm. I have to say, Mesco or anyone from Mesco is listening. You guys are doing a fantastic job. Um, you know, we're, we're complaining a little bit about how long it takes to get these figures. It's just because we want them. They look fantastic. They look great. They feel great. They have, you know, so many soft goods. Like, they're, they're worth the wait, but it can't get to a sideshow-type situation where you just expect a year time. I hope that's not what you do. Um, and the only reason why I say it is that because on the other side of sideshow is that they don't announce – 10 toys in a row and then you're you know what i mean you're like oh my god i want all these and they're all coming out at the same time and your wallet explodes like you guys announced 10 toys in a row 
without release dates or if you did release you know what i mean like when are they coming out so in in that respect there's got to be a, a better equilibrium but you know what's come out so far really enjoyed um i'm sure yeah. that i'll go back throughout the years and get like the daredevils and the zooms and the you know the, the flashes just to kind of build up that world there and especially you know i'd rather have like a classic justice league um you know in, in, like an alex ross justice league at my house i would really enjoy that so um i'm sure someday i'll be able to complete that and i think that'll be fantastic so keep doing what you're doing and keep the price points don't go any higher either do not go any higher because if i have to pay more than what we're paying now like that's that's too much as well um because I'm paying Bandai and doing really good with Bandai. They don't have as much soft goods, but their faces are movie accurate. They're, you know, the accessories are good and I'm paying $65, but that's because of import fees. So you go much more than $50, which is double the cost of Bandai. That's, that's rough for any toy collector at that scale. It just, it is. No, you're right. And you know, you know, uh, Hasbro is making strides with, say, their Marvel Legends uh, figures. Uh, Mattel, on the other hand, they they lost four horsemen uh, who are doing their own thing, plus working with Super Seven. Sometimes they do some stuff uh, for Mattel's DC line, but but these are the definitive one twelve figures, in my in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and that's why. I want them, like you said, don't, you can't go much higher than 80 bucks. Uh, Cause that's four times as much as you're paying for Marvel legends. Yep. Uh, so give me the, you got to give the quality and you have to, you have to actually have the timeliness as well. So um, as a, I guess I would say a revamped collector now. Uh, thanks. Thanks to your influence, of course, but um, the, you're welcome. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, there there is that line you have to draw on what you want to spend your money on, and uh, keep it up, Mesco. I mean, that's I will I will definitely put some money down on you know it's worth the eighty bucks. That's right. Where can you find us? Uh, the internets. Uh, we are on <laughs> don'tforgettotell.com. You're daily source for everything geekly from news reviews interviews and more uh tell us tell us a little bit about our social media presence yeah so pursuit of plastic we do have our own um separate instagram account for that which i think on instagram is pursuit of plastic all spelled out and then on twitter it's like peel plastic we don't use it i mean really we just use them all together as one same thing with Facebook. But um, because it's under the towel, Light talk branch, the Instagram account separate, everything else really is under. Don't forget a towel. So just, I know it's a little confusing, but if you want to see only toy pictures, go to pursuit of plastic. <laughs> if you want to see everything, you can, you can check us on the fat towel, but um, yeah. And then you can listen to us on Stitcher. Uh, if you're an Android user on iTunes, um, if you're an Apple user rate and review us, uh, you know, give us your, your feedback and you can always reach us at don't forget to tell one at gmail.com. If you want us to talk about some other toy topics, or maybe you want to tell us about what you have in your collection, we'd be happy to discuss. Um, we always look forward to feedback and, you know, we, we got some good interaction on our latest, um, 
Mesco post, and we, we enjoy that. So we're always up to toy discussing, for Absolutely. sure. Toy Absolutely. punishing as well. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, don't tell anybody about that. That's our, that's our, set. <laughs> our, uh, our strike team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but that's it. That's all I got. That's it. So yeah, uh, tune in next time. Uh, we're probably going to do another Tally Talk news episode coming up, but uh, we're definitely all in for some more Pursuit of Plastic. So keep it tuned. And this is Chris signing off. Uh, happy hunting. This is Casey saying uh, go buy some toys, man. <laughs>